You are listening to Get Real Podcast. You know what a good name for a podcast title would be? Murder Hornet. I don't know. <laughs> How about the world is whack? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we did we one We did like that. that one. Well, this could be considered kind of like... The world is whacker? The world is whacker. Things have changed drastically since we cut that edition. Things have gotten a little bit more interesting in the world. A lot more uncertainty. A whole lot more unrest. And we're going to talk to our friends Harry and Mel from Filthy Rags today. But before we do that, I want to talk about what we should be doing and what they are doing with the Extreme Tour. Because despite all of the turmoil and the unrest that's going on in the world, they are pressing forward with the Extreme Tour. And it's not because they want to put on a great show. I know Harry, Harry and Mel well enough that that's not what this is about but their heart is towards the souls and seeing people saved. Absolutely. And that is what God is calling us to do right now. And this is going to take for us as believers, a whole new level and degree of faith to go out and share the gospel at this time. Cause it's scary out there. Yeah. You know, I think everybody's been affected by what's going on. And this morning before you came over today, I was going through the scriptures and God brought me to Ecclesiastes 11.4. And I know he brought me here because I started reading and I was like, okay, I kind of get this. And then all of a sudden I got smacked across the head and well, this is what this is about in terms of the gospel and, and sowing and reaping. And this is what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 at verse four. He that observeth the wind shall not sow and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Now, as you know, the... Jewish people of ancient Israel, they were an agrarian people. So a lot of the analogies that are made in scripture have to do with harvesting and reaping and agriculture. And I was like, okay, yeah. So first of all, what I want to do is clear up what this is not saying. This is not saying that, hey, if it's cloudy outside, don't go out. If it's cloudy outside or raining outside, don't go out and plant and sow and, and reap. Don't do those things. That's not what it's saying. It's talking more about the slothful person or the person that is paralyzed by fear. If you judge everything you do based upon the conditions of the world outside, you are going to do absolutely nothing. There is risk inherent involved with preaching the gospel. Take a look at the great forefathers of the faith and the risks that they took. I mean, you look at Paul, you look at Peter, I mean, they risked their own lives yeah. to, to preach the gospel. So what this is saying here is don't consider those things, but consider basically what God is telling you to do. And we know that sowing and reaping has a lot to do, not just with agriculture, but with preaching the gospel and bringing in a harvest of souls. And that's what the extreme tour is all about. And that's what God is calling us to do. So then God took me a little bit further, Dan, and I got a whole lot amazed by this. When it says, he that observeth the wind, there are several Hebrew words for wind. Of course, wind means wind. It can also mean breath. But it also means anger. Hmm. Yeah. And then when it talks about the clouds, it means clouds literally, but it also means enveloping darkness. So if we consider the anger and we consider the enveloping darkness and say, well, these things are going on. I'll wait till go out and preach the gospel later. That's not what we're to do. As a matter of fact, when you read this in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, it really means more that hey, we need, to, we need to go out, we need to do these things. And it goes on further in Ecclesiastes 11.5, as thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb 
of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of the God who maketh all. So with all these things going on, we really don't know. We just, we just don't. I know for you and I, as we've done this podcast, as we've done different things, we're like, the more we pursue the Lord, the more we get into the word, the more we dive into prayer. It's like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when you think you know, like, a lot or everything in some useful deal. <laughs> it's laughable right now. You it, know? it really we're is. We're now old men. <laughs> you're a hoary head. Well, you're not really. Well, I'm I got starting. the gray and the beard. You're a hoary beard. I got a hoary beard and uh, I'm losing a little bit of hair on the top of the head, but yeah, I try to keep that covered up. So yeah, go for the whole like monk look one day (laughs) and and, and do that but the one thing that we are certain about is the blood of christ and the way of salvation that is simply laid out in scripture there's a mystery about how god saves people how the spirit moves and who he's going to save and how all that works but that's very clear but everything else is i think god kind of leaves it a darker mystery for us because that way we have that hunger to pursue a little bit more. It's like, oh God, what what do you mean here? Probably one of the best examples I can give is something that we talked about this week when we take a look at Acts chapter 2 and Joel chapter 2, where it talks about when he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Now, I don't know if you were like me, but when I heard that back in the 90s preached by some, I thought of this great utopian revival where it's going to be unicorns, rainbows, and everything, and everybody's going to be happy great world harvest, everybody living in harmony. There's going to be a period of peace. However, going back to that scripture, both Joel chapter two and Acts chapter two, it ain't that way. It's very clear. And let me read that for you so you can understand what I'm talking about. And Peter preached Joel chapter two on the day of Pentecost. And it says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions. The first thing I was reproved on several years ago about this is you and I used to just believe that this was intended for the church. Right. And that's the way that we heard it preached. Well, no, this is his spirit being poured out upon all flesh. And when God says all, he really does mean all. The earth is his. Yeah, it is. It is totally his. And he does with it with what he wants to do, whatever he wants to do with it. And it says, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men, that's us, Dan, Mm -hmm. shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. Then it continues to say, and I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood, fire and vapor of smoke. I don't see unicorns in there. I don't see (laughs) rainbows. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come. So we have two things going on at once. This is simultaneous. As God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Okay, this is those who are both saved and those who aren't saved. And as people are being saved, because later on it goes and says, if thou shalt call upon the name of the Lord, thou shalt be saved. It's in there. So we've got this great outpouring of the spirit. We have revival and awakening happening while all hell is breaking loose around us. Mm, Yeah. While we are preaching the gospel, Dan, this is what I see happening. And what I see coming more of is that we are going to be doing it in the fog of war. See, if I was a deacon right now, I'd try to vote you out. (laughs) 
because that doesn't that just doesn't uh make me feel good doesn't feel good does no it, it doesn't no. and my ear is is like itching for something else yeah so you're out you're so 2015 bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye glenn but doesn't that when you go back and take a look at those no, scriptures it's a really good yeah. point it's a really good point when paul says be as a good soldier yeah I mean, we're going to have to deal with all of these things. We have to deal with our own fear and be disciplined in that under the covering well, of the Lord. His life was chaos, man. It Absolute was rocks chaos. and shipwreck and vipers and, and, you know, people trying to kill him all the time. One of the things that I want our listeners to understand is that with everything going on, now is the time to go out and to preach and to share the gospel. The world needs it. And something that we're going to do in the next couple of weeks is more clearly define what the gospel is and how to share that with people. It's not that God's going to make your bank account big or God's going to give you all these riches and make you feel better. You're so out. I'm going to vote. (laughs) I just got voted out and I, we probably just lost a bunch of listeners, but that's okay. Um, It's not about that. It's about the salvation of souls for an eternity. It's about being born again. It's about being set free from sin. It's about having your sins forgiven. It's about, not having to go to hell when you die. And that's the big issue. And the Great Commission, this is what Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, there's another scripture verse that's very much associated with what I just read out of Ecclesiastes chapter 11. It is Proverbs 26, 13. And it says, the slothful man saith, there is a lion in the way, a lion in the streets. So if I didn't want to do anything, I could just make up an excuse and say, well, there's a lion out there today, so I'm not going to go out. (laughs) You know, there's trouble in them streets and I'm not going to go out and preach the gospel. So I'm just going to stay here and just kind of curl up and read my devotional. And yeah, that lion's on my payroll. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) send out the lion on a call in sick. So we're going to talk to our friends, Harry and Mel Becker. From filthy rags they're about as real as you can get they really are that's why we have them on the get real podcast Apropos. totally app Ooh, nice yeah, word for today you're you know you're, you're there's a the lion out there and i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> lions and tigers and bears oh, oh my, my. <laughs> but they are not considering the lion in the street they are not considering the clouds they are not considering the rain they are going forth with what God's told them to do in the midst of absolute chaos and warfare. And they are going to bring the extreme tour to different cities throughout the United States. That is to be commended. And when I hear that, that is the faith, the level of faith that God wants us to be at is, yeah, we don't know, but we know this is that we're supposed to take the gospel out. And with the experience that I had with the extreme tour last year and the experiences that I've had with Harry and Mel, they are all about the gospel and that's why they're doing this yeah there's great artists great musicians everything like that but that is secondary to really what takes place the love of christ yeah the thing that i enjoyed the most last year about them when they came into town the first thing i did was sat down with mel and harry and they asked me so what are some of the major issues in this city spiritually before they went out and shared the gospel and then the whole night before they set up the tour to perform in the community 
they went out and they shared the gospel individually with people in the community that they were ministering in. It just it was just absolutely amazing. So we'll be right back in just a moment with Harry and Mel Becker from Filthy Rags to talk about the Extreme Tour 2020. So it's Harry and Mel Becker from Filthy Rags, the force de majeure, would you call it, or <laughs> tour de force or tour de France behind <laughs> tour de France. <laughs> oh, no, I think over the last few months I would call us like tour de week because we're <laughs> we're not we've kind of succumbed to uh the uh challenges that have, have been faced with us over the past couple of months that everybody's been faced with and so we're just uh, trying to get back up on our regimented activities to get ourselves prepared to go on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when is it you guys are going to start out on the road with the extreme tour? So we're going to go do some staff training after this next week. We're going to leave, I believe, on the 14th. And then our first event uh, will be July 4th in Fairmount, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, like an hour away from some of the craziness. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, God's going to put you right where he wants you. He will. And so I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's really close. But hey, <laughs> the Lord has a plan. <laughs> he has a plan. He does. My, how things have changed since we saw you last year down here in Charleston with the Extreme Tour. And when Dan and I talked to you last, I believe it was last February, the world has changed so quickly yeah. without question you know god's been just absolutely shaking everything that includes those who follow him those who believe in him have been saved really to increase our faith and i know from my own experience over the past couple of months with putting together rockfest down here doing a tour doing a concert it's like herding cats how has god increased <laughs> your faith with all of the extra challenges now with the COVID well, restrictions and the craziness. Well, I think we're just, you know, we know that God hasn't told us not to do it. So we're just going to, you know, we're just going to keep moving forward and keep putting all the ducks in the row. And like you said, we know God's going to lead us where he wants us to be more than half the time. Well, probably more like all the time. It's never really about going to put on a show anyway. It's about, you know, to, to see who God's leading us to in the cities that we go to or the small towns that we go to the kids that are out there and just to have conversations with them. And I don't think there's any laws against that. So <laughs> we're still going to go, we're still going to go well, look for the laws. You asked how our faith had increased. And and I mean, like I've, I've never really been a person to be fake about stuff like that. And I'll tell you, there was a, when all of this COVID stuff hit, I couldn't see it. Like I was just like, well, I don't really see how this is going to happen this year. You know, like me through oh, my yes. human eyes. I yes. Just, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I trust God, you know, and there wasn't any signs that, that we, we weren't supposed to go, but, and my coordinators weren't really falling off like too terribly much. You know what I mean? They were yeah. just like, well, we don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, <clears throat> and so there was this holding pattern for probably about two and a half months where nobody really knew what was going to happen and we couldn't really plan anything, you know? And so during that period of time, I, I just, I was like, well, you know, God, thy will be done, not my will, but thy will be done, whatever it is that you want to do. And then we started to come out of it. And, uh, you know, I got, I feel like I got a really clear word from the Lord. I, as honest as I can be, Glenn, I still literally can't see it. Like I can't 
see what it's going to look like. I can't tell what's going to happen. I, I still have coordinators in places like New York that are really close to New York City that mm -hmm. are like, we don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, like we want you guys to come and maybe you can, maybe you can sleep in the church, but it's not open yet, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, going through all that, I still feel like the Lord said to me, this is going to happen. Because what the tour does isn't just to bring a show. It's to bring, literally break the love of God into hurting places. Yeah. It's a, it's about so, the gospel. It's about the gospel. Correct. That's what's correct. needed right now is, is the gospel more than anything right now. Uh, God is not calling forth for fair weather prophets right now where it's like, oh, wow, it looks a little bit stormy in the streets right now. A little bit of rain. I think I'll stay inside and just uh, cuddle up with my uh, study Bible and a cup of chamomile. Oh, yeah. They're going to need ministry when the murder hornets and the alien invasion hit <laughs> next. <laughs> you know, well, I, I honestly thought we would have a reprieve after COVID. I, I know that there's going to be a reprieve that's coming. It's election year. It's election year, but the reprieve has not yet come. And just one thing, one thing after another, it's just been been absolutely uh, insane. Absolutely insane. And Mel, I can totally relate to what you're saying, where you're just like, um, God, whatever your will is, it's not giving up. It's just passing it over into his hands, which I think is a new level of faith that he's calling us all to right now, uh, to be able to deal with these times and to be able to minister the gospel. Because none of us know, because no, nobody knows, right? Like nobody knows what's actually happening. Like we're not in government, you know, <laughs> No. like we don't know what's going to be allowed or not, but like the, and just to finish up that thought, the fundamental thought that pulses through me is that this is going to be a, a war of sorts to and you know to to fight the hatred and 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 the 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 irritability and the frustration and like we have to go out and be these warriors on this front line who have this overwhelming dump of love inside of them that we can dump out so we have to be militant and trying to you know making sure we're staying in contact with God every day and getting him to dump the love into us cuz we as humans don't really have it to dump out it's got to come from him so I think that that's what we're facing this year is facing the scripture that says, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. And so I think that's what most people are facing is, is a sense of fear. And we as a team are looking at going out and just really coming into the face of other people's fears and that fear, you know, uh, and, and, and really just throwing love in, into the mix, throwing God in there, you know, uh, yeah. because God is love. And so that's where I think we're at is it's going to be one of those, seasons of maybe spiritual warfare huge I mean, we always have spiritual warfare but this year it's enormous so anyway i digress <laughs> we've never seen spiritual warfare at this level i've never experienced it at this level or seen it to this right. degree and it really kind of makes a lot of the things that we used to say about spiritual warfare seem kind of ridiculous you know the stomping around and the snorting and the hooting and the hollering and now it's really the rub rubber meets the road and you we have right. to go out and we we have to share the gospel and mel something that you said where you don't know we just don't know and god kind of works that way because if we knew it all we wouldn't need him yeah no kidding we probably wouldn't do it either <laughs> you're right we probably wouldn't <laughs> I've, I've i've had the lord speak that to me about uh, several other things so who do you have on tour with you this year? Uh, who are some of the artists that are going to be traveling with you? I don't have all of them memorized, but yeah, I can give you like, I didn't really, actually, I don't even want to tell you all of them because you might want to come back in a few weeks and do this again. So, okay. Okay. Um, Keep us hanging. I'll just give you a few teaser bands. Teaser. Um, 
I think Filthy Rags is going to be on the East Coast. Possible. Um, <laughs> also, looks like Idioms the Prophesayer uh, from Florida. Uh, he's been he was uh, with us a couple of times on the West Coast. Great dude, great hip hop, uh, old boom bap, old school hip hop. Oh, good old stuff, school. Good okay. Music. Yeah. What does he call it? Boom bap. He calls it boom bap. Is that what it's called? Boom bap. That's Idioms the Prophesayer. <laughs> um, and then uh, Jerry Fee from Nashville. He actually started doing a, a tour. I think it was called the Champion Festival last year. They did a couple of dates. Also, I've got, I'm real excited about having the Grave Denial out. Um, you may have heard of them. They uh, had, a, I think they had a song chart a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, artists I'm really excited about is a gentleman named Brad Jones. He He's pretty much, he's kind of Christian hip hop. He's more, he's not mainstream. He's, he's kind of like in the middle where it's, you know, how do you explain it? He talks about like real life reflective topics and relatable topics. Okay. Um, but he doesn't. You know, he's not glorifying like sex, drugs, and Satan or anything like that. It's just real life. But uh, he's a Christian. You know how some artists they, you know, they 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 might shy away from that a little bit in their music. I don't I don't think he does that. You know, he has a couple songs that are just a little bit more straightforward, I guess. But super excited to have him out. Check him out if you get a chance. Brad Jones, the rapper. Who are you excited about? I am excited about a couple of bands. One of them is called Body of Evidence, and they are what's called a go-go band. Do you know what a go-go band is, Glenn? I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) Enlighten (laughs) us, Mel. (laughs) So I'm not as familiar with that either, but a friend of mine, apparently it's something that you really only kind of see in Washington, D.C. and Maryland, that area. But apparently it's a whole bunch of people who get together and these people happen to love God and they play this like super dancey music on like congas and like really cool percussion instruments and they all, everybody plays and sings. They all sing in harmony and they dance and they have a good time. So um, I'm excited about that. They, they recently were just at uh, David's Tent in Washington, D.C., which maybe sometime, if you don't know what that is, maybe you should check it out. It's pretty cool. Body of Evidence, I'm really excited about. Um, I'm really excited about all of our artists. Some of them I'm not as familiar with, but uh, the other one that I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see, I'm pulling it up here, is Uberfoos. They are banned from Britain. So they're coming, hopefully, <laughs> wow. um, they'll be able to get here, but, um, it looks like, yeah, right around, it's around the 31st, uh, into September of, uh, in August and September, but Uberfoos <clears throat> we're having come out if they can get here. So, yeah, we have some people there. It's going to be a little bit tougher for our, our international artists to get over here this year, but we'll see, you know, nothing's ever outside of the hand of, of the Lord. If he wants them here, they'll be here, buddy. <laughs> I'm excited about all these artists. Um, if we didn't mention you, it's not because we're not excited about you. It's just, you know, these are people that we've actually, that we've talked to, maybe built a conversation or uh, friendship with. Anyway, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things that you guys need at this point in time? And how can we and our listeners pray for you and the Extreme Tour right now? Um, I'll start. For for me, I I... I always want for the tour to go to the places where we will be the most useful. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so <clears throat> I pray that whatever I, I would ask people that whatever our routing may be or whatever it may look like, I, I pray that the leaders would be very in tune with the spirit of God 
to be able to hear and see where we need to go and what we need to do, even if it's just minute by minute. I'm okay with that. But just um, none of our ideas, but only God's ideas. Does that does that make sense? It does. I, I know full well what it means to have all these great ideas and plans in your head and then really submitting it to the Lord and then seeing the direction that he wants to go with it. There's a difference between what we think and what we want and what he desires and what he wants to do. Yeah. I am absolutely certain that the tool of the extreme tour um, and what it's for will be, will be wielded greatly. It's a mighty sword. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that, but I just, it's too big of a sword in my hands, but it's not too big of a sword in the hands of the Lord. And so I would ask people that they would really, if they really want to help pray with every ounce of intercessory goodness that you have uh, to the Lord, just that we will be where he wants us to be at all times. And just that our human nature uh, which is good sometimes, but just that we wouldn't listen to our own things. I mean, there wouldn't be fighting or discord amongst our leaders, but that we would be one unified ship that all all hears from the Lord and we all go the same direction all the time. Anything else can happen as long as all of our hearts are in one accord with each other, you know? Yep, exactly. So that's, I mean, we always can use, you know, fundraising and all that kind of good jazz and money's great, but my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he always takes care of me. So I'm really not that concerned about it. But yeah, I mean, if people want to donate financially, if that's something they feel like they can do, um, we have PayPal and Venmo, all that kind of good stuff. But outside of that, we, we really honestly need the prayers of the saints. And that's me. So here's Harry. As far as like prayer, I guess all I could say, if anybody's listening that has a burden for their community. And I feel like over the last couple of months, I feel like the people that have been getting overlooked the most are the teens and the young kids who aren't in high school. And they've been just kind of idle for the last couple of months and seen a lot of craziness. They're probably lost a lot of hope and are really confused. We have teenagers ourselves. So um, a lot of them are really confused, just don't know what's going on. So if we can come alongside you and your community and, and help minister there and do outreach, get a hold of us. Uh, my phone number is 260-449-6402. It's a good possibility we might be able to come through there if you're on the eastern half of the United States. And where can people go to see the schedule for what cities you're going to be in? Is that posted yet? Uh, if not, when will it be? Yeah, we try to keep it updated because things do change. Uh, you know, every couple of weeks we keep it updated. You can just go to www.theextremetour.com and then click on dates and it'll kind of ask you if you want East Coast or West Coast dates or overseas. You know, if they, people that are listening in your immediate area, you know, like they should put on their calendars tentatively in either September the 11th or September the 13th because they could come and see us in your towns. That's uh, Charleston and Somerville. So we've go. got the 11th, a Friday the 11th, uh, and a Sunday the 13th with more information about where, uh, but people can start to get excited about seeing the Extreme Tour on either one of those dates. That's right. You're doing two dates in the Charleston Somerville area this year. Usually it's been one, but you're going to do two. Right. You're going to do one on the, on the 11th. And that, what one is the 11th going to be? Is that one going to be at the park? The 11th is the, is that park that, um, Wayland we were park. at last year that we, yep, that we've been out, uh, for, this will be our fourth year, 
fourth season out at the park, just hanging out with the, the people in that neighborhood who are wonderful and we love them dearly. And then the 13th, that is uh, to be announced uh, where that's going to be, but it'll be in Somerville somewhere. Yes, and I am helping so. you guys work on that one in Somerville. So That's right. I wasn't sure how much of that you wanted to put out there, so I was trying to I was waiting to see how much you wanted to put out there since we really don't know much right now. I'm just kind of, right, I'm right. a little bit different than I was last year where it's like, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and there's going to be like, you know, disco balls and spaceships and all sorts of stuff. And I'm just kind of like, right. yeah, we'll just see how this one goes. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Totally just, fine. It's fine. It's in God's hands and they always work out better that way, you know, so. It is September 11th and September 13th in the Charleston, Somerville area. Guys, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And before oh, we, before, love, you guys. love you too. Before we cut out, we're going to pray that God opens up the heavens for you in the extreme tour. And I think you guys did a song named opened up the heavens, didn't you? I mean, we it might be possible. Might yeah, be possible I, th I think so. And I think we need to play that for our <laughs> listeners because we cannot have filthy rags on without playing a filthy rag song. Oh, awesome. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> That's good. You love that. I love that song. Just to cry to open up the heavens.
Lithoscry.com